Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm so excited that we have the privilege and opportunity to come before our Father, Abba Father, and to have the opportunity to say thank you to Him. It's a great feeling to be awake and alive. Beloved, sometimes we take life for granted. But when we see the conditions of others, it should invoke a sense of gratitude in our lives. The Lord has been good to us in all ways. Forget about the fact that you might not have the millions or the houses or but you have life. In a time when people are dying you are alive. At a time when people are getting infected, you have been insulated. And it's just by God's grace. This week, our Father has been speaking to us on the concept and the subject of grace. Grace is one of the most important concepts in Christianity. And we can talk about grace of a full year without exhausting it. But the Lord has laid something on my heart for us to share this morning. And I believe it's going to be a blessing to all of us. Today we want to look at grace and gifts. Grace and gifts. The Bible says in Romans 12, 4 to 8, For just as in one body we have many members, and not all the members serve the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ. And individually, we are members who belong to one body. And it goes on to say that, and we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. Mm. I want to take it again. The Bible is saying that we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If the gift is prophecy, that individual must use it in proportion to his faith. If it is service, he must serve. If it is teaching, he must teach. 
If it is exaltation, he must exalt. If it is contributing, he must do so with sincerity. If it is leadership, he must do so with diligence. If it is showing mercy, he must do so with cheerfulness. Beloved, what the Lord is telling us through his word this morning is that every gift that we have, there is an accompanying grace that helps us to manifest the gift. Unfortunately, many people try to convert other gifts which have not been given to them. And we find this even in the church. You might be a good teacher but not be a good preacher. Your gift will be to, to teach. But incidentally, some people always want to mount the, the pulpit and preach, but that might not be your gift. So the grace will not be for you or on you to do something outside your gift. So when you come, we come to 1 Peter chapter 4, Peter re-echoes the very thing that Paul has talked about. And according to 1 Peter 4, 10 and 11, he says, Just as one has received a gift, use it to serve another as good stewards of the varied grace of God. So here we see the, the relationship between gift and grace. It says, whoever speaks, let it be with God's words. Whoever serves, do so with the strength that God supplies, so that in everything God will be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So, when we come to Philippians 1.7, Paul sees something which is quite revealing. He says that you are all partakers of my grace. What it means is that every one of us is a partaker of somebody's grace. The shirt that you are wearing is the gift and the grace given to somebody to sew that shirt for you. So, God has given different graces to different people according to the giftings that he has placed in them. So, for any manifestation of a gift, there is an accompanying grace. So grace is the supernatural ability that comes upon someone to manifest his or her gift. 
So the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 6.1 that we then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. You cannot sit on the grace. You cannot sit on your gift and be trying to convert somebody's gift. No. So to the extent that we are not utilizing the gift that is in us, we are receiving the grace, the accompanying grace in vain. So the Bible admonishes us in 1 Corinthians 7, 20, that let every man abide in the same calling where with or wherein he was called. If you have called him, called him to doing something, abide in that. We shouldn't try and cross carpets or envy somebody or be jealous about somebody's gift. Because the reason why the person is excelling in that area is because of the grace that has come upon the gift. But you might not have it. So the Bible says that we should abide in the same calling. So in 1 Corinthians 12 again, it says that there are diversities of gifts by the same Spirit. And there are differences in administrations by the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations by the same God who works all in all. But he says that, but all these work that one and the same Spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. Beloved, there is a model called the GAPA model, G-A-P-A which is derived from all the verses that I have read. And what does it say? The J stands for your gift. A stands for your assignment. P stands for your performance. And A stands for your authority. So what it means is that depending on the gift that you have or you have received, it determines your assignment, what you can do with it. So your assignment is not determined by a certificate. Your assignment is not determined by a degree. Your assignment is not determined by what you've gone to learn in school. Your assignment on earth is primarily determined by the gift that God has placed in you. So you might have gone to learn leadership, read about leadership. You might even be in a leadership position. But you might not have the grace to perform in that capacity. And your assignment is what determines how you perform. So chances are that if you are not performing in an area, you have to trace it back to the gift. The gift decides the assignment. The assignment determines your performance. And your performance 
is what establishes your authority. You become an authority in that area. And research has established that anything that you keep doing over time, you, you master it in three years, in five years, you become an expert. And in 10 years, you become an authority. Beloved, I want us to really digest this. Because the reason why we are not flowing in certain areas is that because we are out of sync. We are operating out of our gifts. So the grace which is needed to excel is not available. It will be a, a laughing stock of ourselves. So instead of asking God for grace for an area that you have not been naturally gifted, there are three D's. D, D, D. First of all, we've got to discover our gift. Two, we've got to develop our gift. And three, we've got to deploy our gift. Because you are a partaker of somebody's gift. So you've got to deploy your gift so that somebody will be a, a beneficiary of your gift as well. Unfortunately, like the parable of the talents, some people have sat on their gifts and they are not deploying the gifts. They have they, they, because they are coveting and they are jealous of other people's gifts. Beloved, all of us cannot be the same. And the only reason why we think about others is that we have lost consciousness of who we are. So instead of using our time to build ourselves, we use that time to think about others. It's a waste of time. I pray that the Spirit of God will help us to discover, to discover who we are, our uniqueness, and as we operate, we will see the revelation, the impartation of God's grace to impact people, our generation, and our world. Beloved, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Almighty God, lift the light of his countenance upon us and grant us his peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.